0: Now today's top federal headlines. A 0.2% cost of living adjustment for Social Security beneficiaries is expected for 2017. The Social Security Board of Trustees releases its 76th annual report to Congress on the financial status of the Social Security trust funds. It says costs will increase over the next 20 years due to the number of beneficiaries rising faster than the number of workers. Most members of the Senior Executive Service are eligible to retire within the next 10 years, but agencies are seeing little interest from those expected to take their place. The Partnership for Public Service says 55% of GS-14s and 15s expressed interest in joining the SES. The Obama administration hopes to use success stories to help other agencies recruit SES members. An embattled Transportation Security Administration executive calls it quits. More now from Tom temmin in today's management report.
1: Kelly Hogan was chief of TSA's Office of Security Operations when hours-long lines developed at airport checkpoints. Last month, after a congressional inquiry discovered Hogan received $90,000 in a series of performance bonuses, he was removed from his job but reassigned somewhere else in TSA. Now CNN reports Hogan has left the agency entirely. A spokesman says he left on his own volition. I'm Tom Temen.
0: The Defense Department's top civilian personnel official is changing jobs. Deputy Assistant Secretary for Civilian Personnel Policy Paige Hinkle-Bowles is moving from the Pentagon to the Navy to take the position of Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Civilian Human Resources. She takes over for Patricia Adams, who recently retired. Hinkle-Bowles' deputy Julie Banks will be taking over the position until a permanent replacement is found. Hinkle-Bowles' exit comes as DOD begins offering phased retirement for civilian employees. A final rule published by the General Services Administration requires government contractors to report transactional data for orders placed under certain GSA contract vehicles. It wants details such as descriptions, part numbers, quantities, and prices paid for items purchased. GSA says this will help improve competition and increase transparency. Another agency is prepping a new contract for Agile Development Services. Jason Miller tells us more in the IT report.
2: The Homeland Security Department wants to put in place a new contract to buy technology services in a more Agile way. DHS is reviewing comments on its request for information for a new planned procurement vehicle called FLASH. Flexible, agile support for the homeland. The department will hold an Industry Day, June 29th in Washington, D.C., to detail more of its plans. Flash would be an agency-wide multiple ward contract using concepts from the U.S. Digital Services Playbook, such as user-centered design, DevOps, automated testing, and agile development. I'm Jason Miller.
0: Efforts led by Health and Human Services' Medicare fraud strike force resulted in over 300 arrests this year. The Justice Department says the health care fraud schemes amounted to about $900 million in false billings. DOJ says the defendants billed for care that was not necessary or services that were never given. Speaking of fraud, Congress passes a bill to make it easier for federal agencies to stop it. Sponsors say the Fraud Reduction and Data Analytics Bill requires the Office of Management and Budget to create guidelines for agencies to implement in order to prevent, detect, and respond to fraudulent spending. The bill now heads to the White House. And the Navy launches a new inspection regime to make sure its critical infrastructure is safe from cyber attacks. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. The Navy is trying to send the message that cyber threats aren't just
3: about traditional IT systems. Like the other military services, it's increasingly concerned about vulnerabilities on the hardware that manages, for example, a base's power grid. A new order tells all base commanders and other military units that use Navy facilities that they must submit to cyber inspections of their industrial control systems. The inspections will be handled by the Navy Installations Command, which is also in charge of patching any vulnerabilities it finds. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio.
0: For these stories and more, go to federalnewsradio.com and follow at Fed News Updates on Twitter. I'm Eric White.